This is Things You Might Have Heard. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm ready to present for you yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. This is your supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories you may have missed, and with a little added context here or there. In the queue, eight stories from yesterday that you deemed as conversational, and then crafted into the cast by me. We'll explain that process at the end of all the headlines, eight of them, as I said, and bring some fun today things as well at the end. So make sure you stay around for the very end. It will be enjoyable. I guarantee money back. Well, no money back because I'm not, you're not paying for this. Today is Tuesday, December 19, 2023, and we've got great things for you. Visit our website, thisistheconversationproject.com for more details on how you can find out how we do this stuff all day long and email me at theconversationinbox at gmail.com for any details, any comments, any things you want to say, even the mean things. In this season, there are mean things being said. Oh, by the way, it is also, remember to say it is six days till Christmas. We'll repeat that for you just in case you need it. Let's get into headline number one for this morning, and it reads like this. Jonathan Majors fired by Disney Marvel Studios after assault guilty verdicts. Two postings for Jonathan Majors, so they were combined to make this a larger story, but they were the big top stories anyway. I'll tell you what number one story was, but Jonathan Majors, of course, fired yesterday after he was sentenced to, or not sorry, sentenced, sentencing until February. But he's known for playing King the Conqueror, and now we no longer have him to kick around because he was fired by Marvel Studios. The guilty verdict coming down on charges of misdemeanor domestic violence. Some charges he actually was acquitted of. So all, I think he had four charges total that were there. He faced third degree assault and harassment. Those, I believe, were the ones that were actually were the equipments for. Guilty on one count of third degree assault. I'm sorry, one count of harassment, but acquitted on another count. I should read the script a little better. Disney's decision came pretty much as we assumed it was going to come, weeks to come, as they were going through the whole trial thing, they just needed the actual excuse, the cause, if you will, for the firing. Now this makes a shift in the way Disney will go through, or Marvel specifically go through, its King the Conqueror's theory. There was a movie called The King Dynasty, Plan No Head. Will they recast him? They did it with Rhodey. They didn't do it with Black Panther. We'll see what happens in this one. Or will they make a shift and make a new villain to be the new villain to come out Secret Wars. Will this be the Doctor Doom saving us all? Because that's what he actually does, right? Coming through for the Marvel Universe. We shall see. We do know it's over for Mr. Majors, at least for Marvel. We'll see what happens after sentencing, after time, and what happens for his comeback. Maybe by the time he's out of jail, it'll be time for the King Dynasty to come out there, and there'll be plenty of time to do it right. Who knows with these movies these days? Second story this morning, Pope says Roman Catholic priests can bless same-sex couples. Pope Francis has allowed priests to bless same-sex couples, but the Vatican said the blessings should not be part of a regular church ritual or related to civil unions or weddings. So there you have it. Essentially, there's a document that says the church welcomes all, so the church will bless all who come in for a blessing. But they're not going to bless a civil union or a marriage because that's a bit too far. We'll see how this thing plays out in upcoming weeks as blessings are asked for and what blessings are actually given in these cases. Headline for story number three reads, Southwest Airlines agrees to a $140 million penalty over 2022, that's last year's, Holly Meltdown. $140 million is a lot of money to pay, and that's what's going to be paid out by Southwest. The total settlement is... 750 total, but 150 is a penalty on top of that uh, related to the big massive flights that were canceled last year. About 17,000, not 100,000 flights canceled around the holiday season last year, stranding people everywhere off Southwest. 
Southwest must once known as the friendliest airline. Of course, its ticker symbol is love, where you can just kind of get on whatever seat you want to. Southwest having some issues, many issues these days. And the biggest issue of last season was them doing all the cancellations. You know, you can't blame the weather too much, but you can also can, can't, can blame them for not planning for what's going on. Widespread operation crisis for the airline and other airlines trying to get people everywhere. And so this year doesn't look so bad, although big storms are ahead. But this money paid for last year's issue should help them keep for, for future issues out of issues. A lot of issues in there. Headline for number four. YouTube mom who gave parenting advice, Ruby Frankie, Please guilty in child abuse case. I believe it is Frankie, so I'm going to say it here. If I'm wrong, you can correct me. Ruby Frankie, well-known YouTube penalty personality, was offered who offered parenting advice, pleaded guilty to a child abuse charges. She set the face prison time for her actions. Frankie's case was garnered significant attention due to her online presence as a parenting advisor, contrasting with the charges against her, as you would think. People who abuse their children should not be giving out advice to other people, and that's what's been happening. Development uh, highlights the complexities and contradictions that can be exist between public personas and personal conduct. I'm not abusing my children. Trust me, my children are abusing me. And the big uh, sort of kerfuffle in this thing, the big shebang, is the fact that Ruby Frankie is actually pleading guilty and pleading guilty to everything because she's turning tail on her cohort in this, another YouTuber who does videos that she says essentially was the bad influence on her, influenced her to do the bad things to her children. So she's essentially flipping on her partner to get a partner into worse cases. Let's see how this one plays out. More in court, unfortunately, coming forward. The first daughter, that being Ashley Biden, owes $5,000 in income taxes. Lean documents show. So here it is. Ashley Biden is the daughter of President Biden. She owes approximately $5,000 in income taxes, according to lien documents. The debt dates back to 2015, and the Pennsylvania Department of Revenue issued a tax lien on her property. The situation came to light following a document dated December 1st this year. The news was garnered attention, highlights and ongoing financial obligations of the president's daughter and the president and his son, and whether they should impeach him because Ashley Biden owes $5,000. And of course, Joe Biden could pay that $5,000, and then that would be a scandal, and it's just be even worse. And maybe Hunter Biden could pay the, pay the money. Maybe they can pull it out of a trust fund from Bo. Maybe Bo had, like, a stash back away for rainy days. Maybe the uncle of the uncle could go get money. $5,000 income taxes is a deal, and it's only really an important deal because she's Ashley Biden, which, you know, makes it newsworthy. What makes it worse is the fact that there's a... There's a reason. Well, there's a lot of reasons for him not to be the president, but there's also reasons for the, the Republicans to try to make him no longer president by impeachment. Actually, there are no reasons that, that the whole thing is just, just dumb. Um, this story is a story that's important because Ashley Biden's President Biden's daughter. And that's the only reason why it's being reported. And we are reporting it so that you can say we have it because of clicks. Here's one for plenty of clicks. Jets eliminated from playoffs contention. Putting Aaron Rodgers' return in doubt, the Jets will play for pride of Rodgers, who must be act, who must be activated off injured reserve on Wednesday, uh, by Wednesday, if he's going to play. So that means uh, he's going to play any rest of the season or playoffs. He's got to be off injured reserve. I should have read the robot uh, editor better than this one, but that's the case. Rodgers says he's ready to play. He says he's better. He's improving, um, and he has a limited practice, so he's been on his foot and been throwing around things. But the whole thing is, does it really matter? It doesn't really matter for this season because he's not coming back because these literally they have nothing to play for. Will it matter next year? 
will he return for next season because, you know, everything was so bad here. It's a two-year contract, so most likely he is on the team next year. He's throwing next year because he wants to prove himself and not go someplace else. But since there's no playoff contention, why should he come back this season? So he doesn't get too rusty, so he can show off some things, show fans that he's got it, bring up the hype for next year. We will see. Or we won't see because he probably won't be pulled off injured reserve as of tomorrow as we record this thing on Tuesday. Storied U.S. Steel to be acquired for more than $14 billion by Nippon Steel. Nippon Steel, a Japanese steel-making giant, has agreed to acquire U.S. Steel for over $14 billion. This all-cash deal has caused a surge in U.S. Steel stock, which you would think. The acquisition will elevate Nippon Steel global steel production capacity, emphasizing its commitment to strengthening manufacturing and technology capabilities. The deal represents a significant shift in the steel industry, with Nippon Steel expanding its influence and reach. Nippon is the fourth, I'm not sure if this makes it the fourth, but it is the fourth largest in some reports I say uh, steel company in the world. So Nippon, the Japanese steel making giant, is the big one. And you would think that's kind of obvious and Japan is so small, but Nippon is in various places, including now buying U.S. Steel. U.S. Steel was once the jewel of all enterprise, uh, founded by a couple big name billionaires from way back when who probably were pretty terrible people, but they ran everything because they could do that. U.S. Steel now going to Japan and all the folks in Congress are going nutballs for the fact that another great American company going someplace else. 20 years ago, it was Japan buying up all the real estate. Now it's Chinese buying up all the real estate, but the Japanese, who are our allies and friends, are buying up their businesses. We'll see how this plays out because it's going to play out. I don't think there's going to be much of a way in the way of a... Congress may throw a wrench into this one, but we'll see how this plays out. In the eighth story for this morning, we have Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny reporting split after less than a year. Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny have reportedly ended their relationship after less than a year of dating. The couple, who have been seen together at various events and locations, have decided to go their separate ways. The reasons for this split have not been detailed in reports. The news came as a surprise to many who followed their public appearances and iterations. More information, check out page six. That's where we got this link from. So it's a deeper story. It looks like they're done, but famous people, beautiful people like this, they break up. They get back together all the time. It's the ones that get married that we worry about because then the breakups, breakups, breakups are harder to do with. And then there's money involved. This is just, you know, they go back to their respective mansions, drive their respective Lamborghinis, hang out their respective parties. They'll be fine. Kendall Jenner will find someone else. Bad Bunny, oh, Bad Bunny, he'll be fine. Trust me. And if you want to be the next Mrs. Bad Bunny, maybe the window is now open. Let's go to our errors, apologies, admissions. As we said uh, yesterday, we are doing some new things for this podcast. So it's number one, we apologize for if you're watching live, going live at 6.05 instead of 5.50. We're going to shift back there once we make sure some things work. And some things didn't work as well yesterday as we thought. We are trying to do our best to improve those things. Hopefully today is moving much smoothly for you, other than me having some bad reads. The issues with the robot editors, I have two now. One will read other things from one of the others. Makes it easier to read and not forget which one to go to. That's on me. I apologize for being a little sloppy. This week will be kind of odd. We apologize for being off next week, although we don't because it's a holiday. We're going to take us some time off. Now, for our admitted story this week, we got in the Jets being eliminated. We did not get this one in. Bill Belichick ties worst season of coaching career with Pat's loss. The loss this week of the Patriots had to um, the Chargers uh, means that Bill Belichick has tied his worst season as a Patriots coach. And there are 
games left on the schedule. This is week 16 coming up, so that's you know, two more, three more weeks of football in the season. And I don't think the Pats think they had their buy, so I think they're playing the next three weeks. I think they have three more games to go. We will see if he will make his record-losing season and at the end of the season whether Belichick and the Patriots will actually part ways. This is an admitted story because it was pretty high on the list, but did not make it into the eight we, we actually took to into the curation. So let's talk about curation for just a minute when we talk about our teaser story for tomorrow. This is a story we could talk about tomorrow if you deem it worthy, if you deem this one a good one to chat up because it's interesting. You tell me what's interesting by going to our feeds. Our feeds are on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash this is the conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. You go there and every 50 minutes we post news stories for you to engage in. If you see this one up there in the links and the feeds and you like it, read it, engage in it, like it, love it, hate it, share it, and let us know that it's worthy of talking about. The headline for this one reads, Rudy Giuliani sued again by Georgia election workers seeking to bar more defamation. The same ladies who sued him and are getting 140 something million dollars are suing him again. And this time to make sure that no one else gets any of these defamation issues. It seems like overkill because it is. And they're not getting any money they already awarded because he doesn't have it. But it is how these things work out. Sometimes the bad guys do get what's coming to them. The really bad guys, unfortunately, are skating away in this thing. But Rudy Giuliani is getting his just desserts for a lot of transgressions going going past. So uh, essentially, everything that's gone wrong in his life is coming ahead right now. And so, so yeah, go, go, Rudy, go, go. If you want to chat this one up, it's simple. Go to the feeds, engage in the story, make it high enough so it's in the top 15 of the top of the 30 stories or so in the day. And we'll pick eight of those top 50 stories. We get over 30 stories in a daytime. So we take the top half the next day and choose for those to make them the best ones. And we don't leave them in, in top 10 order, whatever order we think makes a better story. If this is a good one for you, make it top 15 for tomorrow. We'll put it into the list. Let's talk about our sponsor this morning. Our sponsor this morning is uh, Fundrise. We're going to get you a chance to get into more investing in the new year. We want you to do better uh, for next year. Two years ago, I found Fundrise. I joined it and I invested in real estate because that's what they were doing, real estate and stuff. And I still wore my money's in, in Fundrise. I lost no money in the full year. For a full first year, I was in Fundrise. Nothing, nothing at all. So if you're looking for ways to expand your portfolio and do it on your own, Fundrise is there. And it doesn't take lots of money. Uh, literally, I put in about $25 a month as the regular and every so often when I get a little bit extra. So a little Christmas bonus is going to go into this one to go forward into the new year. And just watch it go. I have other investments, and this one is not meant to be my retirement fund at the moment. But if you're a young person and you're starting off with nothing, this is a great way to actually start big funds going forward. The sooner you get into investing, the better you have of making money because it's a time-honored tradition of playing time and compounding to itself. Fundrise allows you to invest in better alternatives in, in real estate and stocks. They're funds just like mutual funds where people manage them. And so my, my real estate fund is someone buying properties, managing properties, and I don't have to go through and deal with it. And it makes me money from there. You get the dividends from there just like that. Check it out at this. It's a conversation project.com slash fundrise. This 
It's a conversationproject.com slash fundrise and get in on this today. This is an affiliate link, so if you get the app and you actually subscribe and you actually start using it, we get a commission back from you joining. It doesn't cost you nothing extra, and you actually get bonuses right now if you get in on the beginning of the year for next year or end of this year's this year. It all melds together. Check it out. Consider expanding your portfolio and try expanding it with Fundrise, giving us a little bit of help in the, in the process. Let's talk about the Conversation Project. We, the Conversation Project, lives at this is the conversationproject.com. Our online home allows you to see what we do all the time and how you can do more of it with us. And most of it's done by following the feeds. Follow the feeds and let us know what stories to talk about because that's how we get the work for you guys here for the Conversation Project. Follow the feeds and give us the stories to talk about. Go to our website and see where you can see us on YouTube, in, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. We are all over the place doing short videos and longer videos for you to do. And make sure you email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com for your your responses, your comments, your concerns. Go to our partnerships page and maybe if you deem us worthy, we are we can work something out or we can work together and go deeper into the new year for new greater things. Thank you for all that. Thank you for being a part of the family. Thank you for just being here going this far. And you've earned your right. You've earned the great stuff that is the fun stuff for the day. So let's get to the fun stuff for today. Fun stuff begins every single weekday, every single morning with birthdays because birthdays are awesome. We're starting off with the sweet birthday for Christy Swanson, who's 54 years old. Now we're bringing up Christy Swanson because guess what? We love the original movie, the source of it all, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And Christy Swanson played Buffy in the original movie the actual source of it which was a comedy about a a valley girl type person who finds out all of a sudden she was born to slay vampires this movie starred donald sutherland luke perry hillary swank david arquette and paul rubens this was stacked from back in 1992 and buffy's vampire slayer does not get enough love because everybody thinks of the other buffy and it just got gets washed in out of the way we love Chrissy Swanson and the original Buffy. Thank you so much. Also wishes out to Lisa Milano and Jake Gyllenhaal, by the way, because they're born today, too. On this day, your history lesson for 1843 on 1219, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens was first published in England. So the Christmas Carol, the story of Scrooge, the old miser who uh, doesn't treat his employees well and hates people in general, uh, who gets visited by three ghosts uh, one night before Christmas and finds the true meaning of Christmas and then adopts Tiny Tim and does all the great things right there. He sends out gooses and geeses and tells his, his niece, his niece's, his, his niece's wife, or I guess his nephew's wife, which is his niece, uh, not to play games and you know, make fun of him at games of that because he doesn't know that she watched him. He's a warrior. He's freaky like that. Scrooge, A Christmas Carol, the original, published this day, 1843. Today we celebrate Hard Candy Day because why not? It's Christmas, and a lot of times during Christmas time, people put out the bowls of hard candy at the parties. They are 100% sugar with flavoring and coloring added, and they are pretty simple to make. You boil some sugar and, and make syrup at about 320 degrees Fahrenheit, and then you place it um, onto a little plate and let it mold, and it gets cooled, and there, you made your own. So you can make your own solid sugar hard candies, or do like me, buy them in, in the store because they're great. My favorites are Werther's Originals Caramels, and I know they are the expensive ones, but hey, I love them. I, they're worth every single penny. If you are not doing so great in the holiday season, because the holiday season sometimes isn't great for 
some of us. And since some people, it's a seasonal thing where the holidays always brings things up. Some seasons are just bad seasons. Sometimes you've had a bad year. We've had a pretty terrible year, to be honest. Uh, but we're in as good spirits as possible. But if you are not in great spirits, we want you to try calling or texting the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. This is for you to make sure that you have someone to talk to. 988 on your cell phone. Text or call 988lifeline.org online 24-7, seven days a week, English and Spanish. Someone will help you through whatever it is you're going through because it is a temporary thing. Even Christmas is a temporary thing. We'll be back to being misers and scrooges the rest of the year, right after the first. But the extra saccharness, silliness, and, and sugarness of the holiday season can get to some folks, and we want you to be taken care of. With that, we're wrapping up the show for the day. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you so much for being with us on this Tuesday, December 19, 2023 edition of Things You Might Have Heard. I am so glad that you have joined in on this. If you're watching this on Instagram, and I'm not sure how you would see it other than because we, didn't, we can't really promote it, uh, let me know. Send me some messages so I know that's a good thing to do. If you're watching me on any other place, let me know. If this is a replay watch or a listen on a podcast, let me know that as well. Make sure you're staying um, limber, hydrated, on task. Quick sip for a mouth click. A lot of mouth clicks this morning. Sorry about that. Uh, because you, we need to be here. We need you here to watch our stuff and listen to our stuff. But we need you here for all the other folks you need to do stuff for throughout the year. People need you. So we need you as well. Thank you so much. We are have stories that are posted in the feeds to get you ready. Or, have, or whenever you're watching this, there's stories in the feed to get you watching what's going on. So check out the feeds. Let us know what stories to talk about. And then we'll do it again for a Wednesday edition of Things You Might Not Have Heard. <laughs>